Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. and you see the dawn's Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight For the ramparts we walked Were so gallantly streaming Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number three. It is 6.04 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to deep south Texas, and let's check in with Mr. David Harris down at the south Texas Hilton, Jim Hogg County. 
Blaine's not available, but we got the next best thing. David, what's up, man? Uh, you're Medicine live man. from the porch. <laughs> you're live from the porch this morning. That's it. Got the medicine man live. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We uh we all up and stirring this morning already. Uh, quail hunters are kind of getting up. We have a bunch of uh, still have a bunch of doe hunters. We had a good day yesterday. A little windy. <clears throat> In fact, it was a lot windy. Uh, quail hunters struggled a little bit, but they got some birds. Doe hunters, we it was knocking them down yesterday. Were they? Uh, I think, yes, yeah, sir. Uh, I think we're going to have another good morning this morning. Oh, uh, Mr. Watson, our eight-year-old young man we have down here, got his first doe. He was a great, he had a good time. He was great. Nice, nice young man. <clears throat> and, uh, awesome. We had a little uh, competition shooting off the carpet <laughs> last night or the, yesterday evening <laughs> with uh, <laughs> about a 300 right about a 360 365 yard shot so uh our uh, keeler get, did that so uh, oh, Travis with his with his lapua yes sir <laughs> oh is anything left of that doe <laughs> <laughs> it was he hit it a little high but you know but he it knocked it down well so, yeah uh, <laughs> so Travis wants to do a, a 450 to, today or tomorrow, so we're going to see what's going to happen there. A little competition going on. <laughs> but uh, that's how I'd call you in and give you a little report here. Uh, lots of lots of folks got some uh, quail hunters all the way from South Carolina, I believe it is. Awesome. They, they, yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully they have a good hunt today. It looks like it's going to be real that wind laid down real good so it's about 47 degrees and, and calm here this morning 43 and calm man that's good hunting weather right there buddy yes sir it's uh no wind too real calm and quail ought to be out moving this morning get out of the brush anyway you got a we clear got, sky or is it cloudy or what it, it's good and clear big full oh, moon yeah. yep the uh uh got the pack of dogs back here <laughs> They must have bring twenty something dogs. Uh, a couple of them uh, dog handlers, you know. They got a bunch of good, good looking dogs. Big John so got his are, pile of dogs down there too. Yeah, Big John and Chris, they all come with all their dogs. I think there's, I think there's three dog handlers down there this weekend. Good lord! <laughs> yeah, Man, y'all got it going <laughs> on. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, that was a good. Uh, we're having a good weekend, and uh, you know, winding it down here. We got about a, you know the week left for a doze and spikes, and uh, quail's going to go on till what was it first uh, of February there, sometime or the middle of February, I believe. Man, and, uh, like well, Blaine was saying yesterday, the you go into town and ain't nothing but quail trucks all run around town, you know. Right. <laughs> Pulled up eating lunch, and uh, it's uh, you know, and the quail crop's good this year. I mean, I can't believe all the quail I saw deer hunting. I wasn't even riding around, yeah. I'm just sitting in a blind and going, Man, look at all these coveys coming out! Oh, yeah, it was that's what you know, Lou, Lou and Deb sat in the blind yesterday, and they was talking about how many quail they seen, right? And they're in the they're still out there in the brush, and they're coming out. Lou's down there, him and Debbie, yes, sir, yes, sir. Boy, y'all do have a crew, Sam and Keeler and Heather. And, <laughs> yeah, hey. yeah we, we got, it's friends and family week weekend this weekend, you know. Uh, yeah. How many doe yeah, hit the yeah. ground yesterday? 
I think about six in the spike or so, I believe. Six or seven. No, oh, the real we, slaughter hadn't even started yet. <laughs> no, it'll it, go on. We, I think we There needs to be a like bunch that. more of them doe taken down there. He got some does this year. My goodness. Yeah. Well, they're talking about we need to take about 40 doe, and we, we're just getting started. So this week we're going to hopefully be knocking them down. Well, that's he a good got, opportunity for people. Walking yeah, boss is back. Walking walk boss is here too. So, <laughs> man, well, I, I tell you, old Steve, I've had some good times with that that cat over the years. He's a good guy. Oh, man. oh yeah, we've been. Oh, having I wish good I was time. there. <laughs> yeah, we wish you were too. We, you know, we had a good fire last night. I think uh, I broke out a, a bottle last night, and I. Uh-oh. Come out and it was in the trash can. <laughs> That's why I named you the medicine man. If you got any problems, go see David. He can hook you up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> With all the exotics, all the exotic whiskeys. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, that, uh, <laughs> that, that, you know, with what's going on right now, if people didn't get enough meat this year, that's, that's the best way to go. Book you a doe hunt and go down there and pop some does. Yeah, like I was saying, we got uh got about forty to take, and we need to work on them. Uh, if anybody needs some, give Blaine a call. I think he's got some openings uh, this past this next week, and a few openings for the weekend. Right, <clears throat> that's what he was saying. And, yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun down there. Y'all take care of people big time. Food, and, oh yeah, and food is excellent. Oh man, it was steak night last night. Them big old ribeyes cooked on them street. Mesquite Grill there, uh, it was it was wonderful. Man, that uh, fire pit he's got for everybody to sit around there in the courtyard. They built him a uh, big time stainless grill that'll with legs on it that'll sit down in that firebox, that brick firebox. And you hadn't eaten a good steak till you eat one off of that over that mesquite. That's just it's hard to beat. None. Yeah, better. them them, <laughs> them fellas from South Carolina was kind of amazed by it last night. They were was telling about how the there's you know plate and we got about a foot of uh, beer bottles glass underneath that keep it all good and hot and it's it's a quite a pit that's for sure. Yeah, the next Very day well you can go over there with just ashes and throw a mesquite log in there and it'll fire off. It holds the heat so good. Oh yeah, this morning it's, I'm looking over it now and it's still got a bunch of coals in it. <laughs> Boy, that's awesome. <laughs> yep. Nothing like anyway, it, man. That's... Sitting around a mesquite fire and. Uh... Telling lies. Yeah, that's right. That's what we did last night. It was watching <laughs> the big full moon and you know, it was stars, and it was just a it was a very pleasant night last night. <clears throat> Boy, After that wind like laid. Yeah, that yeah. that wind laid down. It got pretty nice, and uh, it's down here this morning. And we we don't have much wind here this morning either. Oh, that's good, man. I I need to cut off the water faucet there a little bit. My wife was saying it's been raining there in Baytown for a while. Good Lord, we got more. I mean, it is it is wet. And uh, yep. I think our river's finally going to crest uh, sometime today at Liberty. We got a ton of water coming, man. Good Lord. Probably going to be the fourth or fifth highest crest ever. Oh, really? What, uh, what, are they discharge- what are they discharging out of the dam this morning? I had well, it was up to 88, nine, just, you know, just under 90,000, but now it's down this morning to about 53,000, something like that, the last time I checked. Okay, and, uh, so it, hadn't, it, it didn't get close to that, uh, what was it, 
back in 91 or something with 119,000 or so they was letting out. Yeah, that 90, <laughs> 90 or 91 was a big one. And uh, here, I got it in my phone here. I always save stuff like that. Historic Crest at Liberty. Uh, Harvey was the biggest one, you know, in 2017, 32.70. Yeah. And that was in August, okay. August 1st of 17. Then you had that big one in 94. That was the second highest at 31 feet. And then it, uh, in 1990, the one you're talking about, that was at 30, yeah. 30 feet. That was in May. And, um, yeah. then you had one in 2015 that was just under 30. And one in 2018 that was just under 30. We had, that one was May in uh, 2015 and October in 2018, and now this one's probably going to beat those two uh, in January. So pretty nuts, yeah. man. That, that one in 1990, uh, me and my wife we drove down there to the uh, dam whenever, I think it was President Bush at the time, helicoptered in there to look at the thing. It was, it was a crazy deal there. <laughs> yeah, and uh, – in in ninety, isn't that the one when the San Jacinto River caught on fire? Uh, that busted that, pi- pipeline was it ninety or ninety four? I can't remember what year. I know it I was in that era. Later. You know, yeah. Uh, it, uh, yeah, that uh, was crazy. <laughs> yes, pretty nuts, man. But yeah. it it was uh, you know at ninety four when. That was, that was, I remember the San Jacinto River, uh, you know, that was in the fall in October. And I remember right. that was, boy, that was a bad one. Second worst ever. Yep. All right, David. But, well, hey, buddy. I'm glad to right. get a live report from the porch at the South Texas there you Hilton go. and Jim Hall. <laughs> All right. How about that, brother? Well, hey, y'all have a good one and, uh, I'll be, I'll stay in touch. Yeah, uh, throw out. I don't have Blaine's number. I don't. I got it. I'll throw it out for you, man. Somebody wants to get in on the doe hunt before it's over with. Get him a spiker. There you go. David, have a good one. Always a pleasure, brother. See you, man. All right. Thank you. All All right. right. Bye bye. That's David Harris, the medicine man. Works down there with Blaine and all of them in Jim Hogg County. Blaine's number, by the way, if you want to call him about uh, trying to get a quail or a doe hunt in before it's over, 713-703-6600. Five six, and I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Seaguar Gold Label. If you've never fished with this fluorocarbon leader material, you need to try it out. It's the best I've ever used. What I like about it, it's Seaguar's thinnest leader material yet. It's eighteen percent thinner and seventeen percent stronger than any other Seaguar leader. That means it's even less visible underwater. It creates more natural presentations for better catch rates, especially in clear water on leader-shy leader fish. And the new gold label, label is made with exclusive Seaguar fluorocarbon resins. They make it in a double-structure process. It provides exceptional knot and tensile strength, yet it's soft, and it cinches easily for fail-safe knots. Get Seaguar Gold Label at your favorite tackle dealer, or you can learn more at Seaguar.com. bed and I stumble to the kitchen for myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. 
up in the shower and the blood starts pumping out on the streets the traffic starts jumping with folks like me good morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show all right 621 here in the bayou city on a sunday morning and uh i need to give a shout out to one of our early morning sickos he's he's a moderator on our sicko page and uh great guy one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet good morning oh we just call him oh orlando great guy don't come come much better all right let's head down to g-town let's check in with another good old boy james plog but that's a matter of opinion <laughs> <laughs> what's up buddy what's happening kevin nothing <clears throat> fixing up rally her up and fix to get out of here here just a little bit when it gets daylight where are you at in alice i'm in alice well yeah it's too bad uh dove season ended you couldn't even take your shotgun dude this is the first time i ever drove to south texas during this time of year with no gun no nothing no missions <laughs> but we had a good we had a good time see a bunch of people and who got married rod's son no, he's, they're having a baby. It's a baby shower. Oh, it was a baby shower. Well, it, yeah. yeah, he's married. He's done. He's history. Hey, so me and Rod got to laughing because I just drove Carol down here. <clears throat> but I'm glad I came. And me and Rod and the boys said, man, I ain't never seen that like this. First off, I ain't never been in no baby shower. Second off, we're all standing around in snake boots at a baby shower. That's pretty good. <laughs> but they, he's got this big barn back there, and it was set up with tables and she got right. so many gifts, and these guys was cooking barbecue and had a jumping thing for the little towhead kids that was here. So it was pretty cool. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. I'm, I'm glad I came. Yeah, I mean, I ain't got nothing else going on. I've never been to a baby shower. My first That's one, just, buddy. <laughs> it's uh, I'm just old school. I know they have them now where it's, you know. Men and women, but I, that's that's just nah. It's not me. It's not from my era. Well, Time to change. I've, I've never. I thought, well, look here, dude. I know you never been one. I ain't never been one. But it was pretty good. Everybody got their hot stuff on, snake boots, and she's got us in there right there by the where that barn is. He told Ty because Ty works for him down here. He said, "Hey man, go feed that road." Now that's cool. Stuff. Everybody sitting around partying and and looking yeah, at deer down was, a Sendero. That's that's South Texas living, man. Yeah, yeah. That's not your your your, your standard kind of baby shower. I wouldn't think. No, that's <laughs> but, uh. I would go to one like that. Yeah, it was uh, it was cool. And then, of course, you know, all the kids. Of course, I was little camera. We all we all grew up together. Right, and, uh, all them boys. Of course, they're all you know older now. They'll still they'll they'll turn that light off about five in the morning. <clears throat> they'll, they'll, they'll <laughs> Not me. Do the deal. <laughs> I'm like, gosh, I seen that fire going about twenty of them ran at five. Told Rod, I said it was like about a four o'clock in the morning deal. He said, oh, minimum, minimum. We used to do it and then fish all I day. Know we do. Dude, we just go straight from there and just go fishing. Yep. <laughs> Man, I would die. I would absolutely oh, kill die. me now. Bury me out there somewhere. Call life flat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's pretty. It's it's done dropped a couple of degrees. It's forty one here. Yeah, uh, I talked to David a while ago at Blaine's, and it was forty three there with a clear sky and calm, and uh, tons of quail hunters there, and three dog handlers. They all fixing to start getting after it. And they're eradicating yeah. does and quail this morning. Well, it'll be a. It's a good day. The wind was the wind was smoking yesterday, but right there, because I went and walked a little bit, 
That's what the same thing David said. Well, it Alice ain't that far from where Blaine's at. That's not far. No, I think I saw the sign from Heavenville, maybe 50 miles, 53 miles, yeah. I think. Because I'm actually, I, I'm, I guess you would call it, I don't know if it's south, Mickey, or southwest. So San Diego is about, you know, 12 miles from Alice, I think. That's right. Southwest. Yeah. It's breaking day right now. It's over there right now. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, man, Rod's got some really, really big deer on this place. I mean, that's what so, I heard. Yeah, does it, he ever shoot any of them? Yeah, Mickey, he's only, you know, he's got, he's got a couple of biologists working around here. And uh, Patrick shot one of the original ones. He, see, when he, he cleaned this place out, and then he bought bread doughs, and then he bought big bucks from uh, Robert Guggenheimer at Cotton Mesa. Right. So those deer now are, man, they're seven and a half. So some of their offspring, he's got some four. He's got all big, you know, different age class. But, yeah, they're shooting some. They shot, I think, Two or three of them original bucks. That is time mm-hmm. for them to go. You know, they're on the backside of it. Right. And uh, it's pretty unique. He's done, done a really good job. I, I think they're done. I think they've killed what they needed to kill. But they started They started pretty early getting rid of what, you know, the guys tell them they need to get rid of. Right. I think he said he's done it. I don't think he said he was going to shoot as many does next year. Well. Because... But he's, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's pretty Next cool. time I go down to Blaine's, I'll come down that way, come in the back way to Blaine's, and then uh, if you're down there, I'll stop in. I'd like to check it out. I've never been to Rod's, but I'm sure it's really oh, it, nice. It, it's, uh, yeah, it, it, it's a show place. Ain't, ain't no doubt Oh, Rod, it. I miss him. I miss him and good old Trout Master days. We had some times back in the day, brother. Oh, buddy, that took, some, that took some life out of us, man. But, you know, I, I was thinking about that the day, all this tournament fishing and all that stuff. That was, uh, man, that was it, buddy. That was that was the coup de gras. But these boys, they're, somebody asked me about tournament fishing the other day. I said, man, these kids, they're so much better, so much more technology than we had. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I ain't even sure I can compete with them boys now. They, I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty good. Not pretty good. They're real good. No, they're real. These, these, uh, yeah, I've, it's a whole different era now. Mm-hmm. And then the technology, you know, I was telling this kid just a couple of years ago, I never forget this. It was a place I was fishing in chocolate that I had found and stumbled on it, and it was good. And I took the, uh, you know, he was 30 something year old, they were good fisherman. And I said, hey, man, this house lays out, and I found this. He said, you know, I've looked at this on Google Earth before, and you talk about feeling deflated. I'm like, man. But there's a difference between putting your feet on it and looking at it on the phone. There's a little bit of difference because there's right. little nuances to, to every place. But, uh, yeah, when we were fishing your Thomas, we could go run trips all week, and we would leave on Friday to run our trip. Roll down here and fish a tournament like we had good sense. Turn around, come back Monday, go to work. <laughs> no rest for the weary. No, we we could do it and get away with it. You yeah, do, we uh, could. You just 
Look, man, let me just send y'all a check. I don't have to go because I ain't going to win nothing. Donator. Donator, buddy. I've done a lot of donating for sure. Yeah, you got but, Google uh, Earth. I mean, you know, I was talking to Sharky yesterday morning, you know, and now in the fog, I mean, it's uh, – we were talking about boats running 40 and 50 miles an hour in the fog on their GPS and just, you know, daredevils is what I call them. But, you know, we used to do it back in the day. I mean, you'd be you'd be a long way from home and that sea fog would roll in and uh, it'd make you think twice. I said, boy, you better be wired right to get home by compass. That's all we had. It, it was all compass. Compass. Compass, and, compass and time, baby. And he, he hit it right. I remember you and I left. We got fogged in. I don't know if it was just you and I or we had somebody. No, I had Phil Leonard and his son, Brian, and uh, you went with us that day. You didn't have a trip, and so you uh, run over to Baytown and put in at Thompson's with us, and we ended up uh, behind rollover from Thompson's. Mm, but my fog got us, and you said, man, we better go. And we were catching them too, man. Remember when that fog rolled in, that tide was coming in with it, and buddy, we were ripping holes in them. Big ones. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. But you did a good job, man. We hit Smith Point. You said, man, I'm pretty sure it's like 3 30. What if we come from Thompson's or Crawley's or wherever? No, we put in at Thompson's, and uh, I I come out perfect on Dow's and then went around the corner and timed it just right and then took a right and pulled right into the dock at Thompson's. Yeah, in the dark, in the dark, in the fog, in the dark. It was like Tuesday. I was telling you, I was fooling with that fog, and like, you know, I I probably take more chances and do more stuff than most people just because we've done it our whole life. And I didn't like it because there was too many, you know, there was too many barges the way it was set up. And I should have, like I told you that, I should have went, I should have went out in the bay. Yeah, but where I was going, I'd have had to go way past it to cut back in to get to where I was going. Yeah, but once I was in it, I was already in it. And I said, "Man, and I was just chugging Mickey. I was like 12, 14 knots because you couldn't see nothing. I mean, like zero. Yeah, it that was like zero that visibility. I mean, you could barely see the bow of your boat in that mess. <laughs> it was terrible, dude. You couldn't see where you were casting. You didn't know where your wheel was. It was. I mean. Yeah, I ain't no big fan of fog. If you're sitting in them and it rolls in, that's one thing. When you're trying to operate and find stuff and do stuff in the fog, it's terrible. Lost <laughs> goose guide went, service. <laughs> ain't that the truth, man? But you can look at the water, man. I got some foam, and nobody was moving. It was the first time I've seen it. You had them just held up in the middle, and then you had barges that was pushed up on either side. Right. And uh, it was a bunch of them. I'm like, man, this ain't this ain't too good. But I got through there. I didn't kill It's all right. That's why I like them guys get lit right in front of your console. I said, look, man, I really can't see. But that's okay because the first, when I hit something, the first person to die is you. I'll be fine. Whoa, that's right. Where you want me to go? <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll make them come around and get behind that leaning post. I guarantee you they'll run back, they'll run back there. It's, no, you're fine. You'll be the first one to hit. I'll be all right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. That that makes you nervous. Even when when you got good visibility, guys are hanging all over the console, and you can't see, and you're trying to chicken neck around them, and and uh, oh boy, life life of a guide. Life of a guide. Remember that one old guy fished with us? He'd always chew on them cigars, and he'd he'd start spitting it off the end of his tongue. That 
and it hits you in the face. And well, he never went with me again because I'd had enough one day. I was in a bad mood. We weren't catching nothing, and he was all up my grill. And, I tell you, his name was John. His name was John. I ain't gonna name no last John. name, but I uh, oh, he's dead. I blasted him. <laughs> he looked like a wolf puppy after I got through with him. He was terrible with that cigar, man. Oh man, <laughs> chewing on it and spitting. He, tobacco pieces all over you and all over the boat. <laughs> he said, I just want to try you. And I didn't know that you all run him off. That's all <laughs> <laughs> I get that trickle-down effect. Well, that, that's what I am now. I'm just a trickler. <laughs> man, I tell you, we're both probably heading on it. <clears throat> heading on, uh, it. on that trickle, trickle highway, highway, brother. Trickle that's highway, it. man. Uh, been a good run. Man, Hey, what's the week look like? Hey, uh, two things you don't know nothing. Do football games come on this afternoon, or are they start in the middle of the day? Yeah, I think, uh, well, Jake will know. I think we have a, well, it's championship Saturday. we got a day game and an evening game. I think uh, Fox is doing one of them for sure. So the same you know, thing, kind of a 3.30 to, to like a 6.30 game, that kind of deal? Yeah, and uh, – I'm just straight up taking uh, Baltimore and Detroit. I'm going for the underdog, Detroit. I'd like to see. Like I'd like to see them win it. I like Detroit. I like, I like, I like, I like Especially after they got hosed in that on that call in that in that Dallas game, man. That was that wasn't right. So schedule wise, yeah. KC here it is. KC at Baltimore at two o'clock our time on CBS. All right, and then Detroit at San Francisco five thirty on Fox. Okay, there you go. Perfect. Do you hear that, so James? Yeah, I get out of here about get out of here about eight or nine. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, get on home. What get about that. the get the football going? Hey, what about the weather this week, dude? What do we got? It looks good, man. Tomorrow, light and variable, and uh, all week looks good. We have a little okay. west factor in the wind, if any, you know. So no, no bad winds. I got to work a little bit this week. Yeah, not uh, not anything to write home about. That Trinity River is going to crest at Liberty sometime this afternoon, and it's going to probably be the third or fourth highest crest ever. Did they did they choke it back on the dam now? They yeah, that's choked back. Uh, it's a little over fifty thousand now, and the lake's about uh, I don't know eight or ten inches above pool. Boy, they so they what, drained that lake quick, that? didn't they? Yeah, what was the height of that deal? What the hell? Eighty eight was the height. Yeah, I think eighty-eight, nine. You know, just under ninety thousand. But you know, Mickey, I guess it's better if, if we're going to have it. We might as well have it right now. Yes. And instead of doing this in you know March or April, so mm-hmm. you know, if we're going to, I mean, I didn't want no floods. I, I was pretty happy with that drought, but you know, if we're going to have it, might as well have it right now. And yeah, that way we can be done uh, with it. get our good spring. You know, April, May fishing. Maybe it'll be recovered yeah. and salted back up by then. Yeah, that's uh, that's quite a bit of water. This, I mean, I, you know, everybody said, I ain't never seen this in January. I know it's happened before, but it's Yeah, we've, not we've had common. some January floods before, mm-hmm. but nothing like this one. This is a pretty good one. Yeah. Hey, when it's thunder like that for several days, thunderstorms in January, that that's not just super common. I'm telling you. Well, I'm with you. Well. Well, good luck on your drive back today. Get old Rollo Carroll up and get on down the road, and uh, I'll uh, text you during the ball game. We'll see if it's going our way or not. 
Let's see if we do it. It don't matter. Good, my my team is already sitting on the back burner, so it don't matter. Well, hey, them boys, I tell you, I, I, you know me, I, I can't use in sports, but this crew that they got there now, good Christian boys, good Christian team, I'm telling you, Texas is going to be – they're going. they've done it right this time, so Houston should be proud of these guys. They're going to be good. Well, I'm praying for a good O O line and uh, running back for next year, and then we then we're yeah. there. All right, the running game would do with that. All right, man. Good talking to you, buddy. Throw him a number out. Ah, right, bro. Yeah, I got some days, man. I got a few days of February. Everybody wants to go away fishing. Four nine seven seven one seven three zero six. We're getting one of them thirty inches for that log comes in. The That's it, man. Get to pile them thirty <laughs> inches up. Every cash, you got it. Everything, <laughs> man. Later. <laughs> All right. That's Captain James Plog. All right. Uh, final segment. If we go, we'll have some lines available. If somebody wants to give us a call, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to voice your opinion on the news and limit changes and all that, we'll take your call on that too. We're all good at, uh, 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. We'll be right back. We were poor, but we had love. That's the one Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it is 642 here in the Bayou City. First up on open lines, we have Craig from Blind Number 9. Hey, Craig, how are you, buddy? Craig from Blind Number 9. Do we have him, Jake? Nothing. Did did he drop? All right. Well, we'll go to Captain Mike then. He's next up. Captain Mike Williams, good morning. What's up? How you doing, sir? Couldn't be better. How about you, man? Oh, I'm going to make it. I want to talk to you about, I come up with names, some stupid names all the time about things. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think about stuff all the time that most people don't think of. But I, I come up with this term i call it point break which i took from the movie point break right but my definition of point break is imaginary line in a bay in the gulf in the surf where the line on one side of the line the salinity can hold trout life and on the other side of the line the water's too fresh right and over the years we've seen this many times in upper and lower galveston bay how the water actually pushes pushes the fish. And the only reason I tell this story is because uh, you got in on it and you saw it with your own eyes, okay? Right. And this happened in 19, I'm thinking it was 1989. It was super duper cold. And uh, I had a boat at the Galveston Yacht Basin and we were actually catching fish in the Yacht Basin itself mm. because the trout were kissing the boat hulls because the boat hulls were actually holding heat. But, but anyway, water. exactly. So anyway, I went out to the surf and was waiting to surf. And if you can believe this, the beach water was 41 degrees. Okay. Man, that's cold. And I keep records on all that stuff. I keep records that go back 50 years on beach water temperature. 
and that was one of the lowest recordings that I ever recorded. Yeah. Well, the first day we went in there, and we wouldn't keep it in the trap because they were sort of kind of stunned. But it was in January, I'm going to say 1990, and we went in there, and we was massacring the trout in the four to seven to eight-pound trout on mirror lures, waiting to surf in January, okay? And what had happened, those fish had come around the end of that jetty, and, light, and, was, and the reason they were there was because the sun would heat up the granite, and the trout would come up. It wasn't much warmer, but it was warm enough to attract those trout in there. Right. And there was a stick-up situation in there. And uh, I, didn't you get in on that on like the second or third day? Y'all come in there? Yeah, but uh, when we really got in on it was in uh, 83. Uh, that's where that's when I met, met well, Nelson. Met not in 83. I, I can't remember, remember what Remember was. in 83, they were stacked in that south pocket like nobody's business, man. Yeah, that's See, I, I can't remember which year it was. Sometimes my, I get old and I can't remember. Yeah, I exactly think it's 80, what, 83 is what you're talking about because I remember we were we were fishing the yacht basin and right. uh, catching them good, you know, bouncing tails and stuff off sailboats and mirror lures and, and boats right, that right. were in the water. And then uh, then we ended up going around and we got wind that uh, there was a big bunch of fish in the surf. And, man, they were right. – Pete caught a – you remember my brother-in-law, Pete, he caught a fish over nine pounds. He wanted to mount it, but it had sores all over it, like, right. you know, for like freezer burn. And it was so ugly, he he just threw it back. <laughs> Biggest trout he ever caught. <laughs> well, anyway, the, the point I was going to make was uh, if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's there to hear it, blah, 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 blah. A lot of times trout can do things that nobody observes because there's nobody there to see it, okay? Right. They make stack-ups, okay? Just like this deal we just had in January. I've seen this happen one time before, actually twice in my life, which is a long time, where we had this much rain in January, okay? Mm -hmm. And we both know that rain will, not maybe, it will, as the winds come out of the north, like we're having today and tomorrow, it will push the water out of Galveston Bay Complex. And all the resident trout up in the bows, creeks, and rivers, blah, 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 it will push those out. You take any river that could hold trout, like the Trinity, the Brazos, especially the Brazos below Freeport, okay? It's kind of tight-lipped, okay? It's kind of right. tight lips. You don't hear much about it. People don't talk much about it. But in the wintertime, they catch a lot of super big trout in the Brazos River, okay? Now, with all that water coming down the Brazos, those fish will be pushed, okay? So here's the story. In 1970, I had a boat at Bridge Harbor Marina. And one winter... In January, we got some rains like this, okay? And I was fishing there then. I was fishing the Brazos River for big trout then, okay? And then that rain came down to Brazos, and it pushed all those trout that were in the Brazos out into the surf, okay? Which is common sense. They gotta, they're not going to stay in the river. They're going to leave the river, okay? Pushes them out into the surf, 
in January, just like the cold pushed them out to the South Galveston Jetty in January, okay? So today or yesterday, the winds went north, which is going to lay down the surf, okay? Right. And possibly tomorrow that surf could go green, okay? So in 1970, that happened, and I went over to the base of the Quintana Jetties, and we massacred the trout on Marilors, okay? Man. We massacred them because, and nobody knew that because it was like I said, the tree fell in the, so theoretically, theoretically, <clears throat> if this is true and it happens, there should be some fish in the surf tomorrow between the Bradus River and the Quintana Jetty. Well. So what do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's a great theory, and it could be possible, especially right. with the brasses up. And, I mean, it plays out just like it did before for you. Right, right. I don't see any reason. I mean, if two and two is four, we both know that freshwater pushes fish. But the, the key is where does it push them? You know, I hear it listen to James talk sometimes on the radio, and uh, evidently it pushes them. They say that, you know, rainwater doesn't affect West Galveston Bay. Well, I think it does some down around Chocolate Chocolate Bow and Chocolate Bay because you, mm. you got water in there. So it, it does push those fish somewhere. But it's, it's, it's very, very interesting for me to try to figure out in advance before you read it in the newspaper, where do those trout go, okay? Right. And it's usually the people that figure it out first or the ones that... They reap the rewards, up. yes. Right, right. Just like that 83 freeze, Christmas 83 freeze, you know, I figured that out. It was the best day that there was, there wasn't nobody there. I never could figure out where everybody was. I, I think, I just don't know where they were. I, you said you were in Trinity, but I fished that place. And that day it probably was... The best day in the last hundred years yes. for a man to catch trout, big trout, on artificial lures in the Galveston Bay complex. And it's just, and it's kind of like what I'm saying. It's people that sit down and they figure all this stuff out in advance of before it happens. Exactly. You know, once it happens and you tell everybody, then they're then you tell somebody, then two weeks later they're telling you how to fish it. You know what I mean? So. Mm -hmm. Oh, we've seen that over the years. You got that. All right, Mike, I got to run. I got a couple more I got to get before the break, man. But uh, hey, good talking to you, brother. You have a good one. Later, man. All right. Let's go to uh, Craig in blind number nine. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Captain. Sorry about that. I think I hit the wrong button and dropped myself. <laughs> That's all right. It happens. What's up, man? Oh, not much. Getting ready to go, go, go to church and... God bless you another morning. I just want to call in and say it was an honor to meet you in South Texas and get to hunt with you. And well, appreciate uh, that. It was something, you know, that door swings both ways, likewise. Well, yeah, we're, we're blessed, and uh, it was good to hear the medicine man. And that, that's the best part of that hunt is sitting around that campfire with good friends and yes. all the dogs and, and all the – it's just that's what makes it. If you get a buck, you get a buck. If you don't, you know, like – I just didn't pull the trigger. That's my choice, but 
passed up many good mature bucks, and so my hat's off to Captain Blaine and everybody. Well, and uh, you you're know, a good, good man. thing about it. Was it. A real pleasure meeting you and had a great time. I wish you could have stayed longer. Well, uh, I plan on staying longer this coming season. It was good about we always talk about next year is this year now so it's all downhill till december cap so uh, here you good. go <laughs> i heard yeah, that so, yeah uh i'm gonna let you go in case you got somebody else on so uh, you stay blessed and i'll talk to you soon sir always craig good talking to you buddy have a good sunday Later. yes sir thank you sir all right all right next up let's go to monty monty good morning you're on the outdoor show monty good morning Monte. Well, who we got? Uh, let me refresh my screen here. Let's, let's uh, since Monty dropped, let's go to uh, Guitar Dave. He's got a couple of minutes here. Dave, good morning. Hey, well, it was good hearing him on there. And hey, and you know, I've been down there, but it's been a long time ago. But that stainless steel uh, fire pit over there, it's got a deer uh, etching in there in the stainless steel. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm like, and I'm like, wow, you know, and then all that stacks of uh, mesquite around there, about four or five feet high or whatever. I mean, just looking at all that and looking at the uh, the sun coming up, man, I mean, if I just go get to go do that, Captain, I'm happy, uh, you know. But, hey, I, I, I was going to say, on the limits, you know, you know me. I ain't no uh, professional guide or nothing like that. I'm just a regular old fisherman. And, and the best that I've done on trout, now I've caught a lot of little small ones that I had to throw back, but like I told you before, my biggest one was 23 and three quarters, about four and a half pounds, and mm. I didn't even know what it was when I seen it had teeth. But um, anyway, the you know, I, I it don't really bother me too much. I think uh, the way uh, everything is going right now, we need to uh, conserve in, on, the, on the fish population and like everybody's saying, save it for our kids and grandkids you know yeah so but um yeah then uh let's see oh then i was gonna uh say uh you know y'all were talking about pricing boats and stuff like that and i mean the price of a motor and a boat and everything what about if you you were put together a flounder boat and put the lights on there i couldn't even afford the lights on the boat you know it's uh times have changed stuff is high yeah i hear you yeah but uh and then, um, no, other than that, I'm up here. Yesterday was going good until I got to the Domino's Pizza and somebody broke in there and crashed out the window and stole the safe out of there. <laughs> You'll probably see it on the news here. Yeah, I know. The police weren't even here yet when I got here about 530. Yeah, that's, but, a, um, that's everyday stuff in the city of Houston now. That's a darn hey, shame. It's, it's like, hey, you know what? It's kind of like when we flew to the moon and everything, and all of a sudden, no, it's nothing to it. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, now space flight is just everyday things. I don't know. It, it's uh, the times we live in, Dave. Well, hey, buddy, I got to run. Thanks for your call. Get on man. out of here. Hey, thank right. you, sir. Yeah, See get you. on out of here. <laughs> all right. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but I hope everybody has a great Sunday. And uh, we'll see you next week, Thursday morning, bright and early, 4 a.m., right here at Sports Radio 610. K-I-L-T. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.